0: you <laughs>
1: Okay, there's a vital part missing here. Can you guess what it was? I'll give you a second. Do you get it? The one thing missing here was music. I just gave you a little insight to my day during a global pandemic. And not gonna lie, it was torture. Not listening to music all day. But you gotta do what you gotta do. You're gonna be able to look into some of my favorite songs, since they've got so much more to give than you think. Every single episode will be about a different song and just a nice chat, really. You know, what we will be doing is we're going to analyze a song, most probably always my favorite song at the moment, let's not lie, and then we will put it into a bigger context. But you'll definitely get the gist of it. So just get a nice copper, get yourself comfortable, and just go on this little journey with me. I'd say let's go. Hey, everyone. I'm Leslie. I'm Alejandra. And we wanted to make this little podcast in order to combine our love for lyrics and writing with topics that really interest us and are important. And these conversations will apply to every single one of you. Essentially, just a nice conversation between two friends that could make you rethink your ways. This is all about learning, plus being aware of how much music can influence us. Music has got so much to give and we just listen to it. Obviously... That is the one thing we should be doing, but what I mean is that we need to listen with both ears. Listen to understand and not to respond. Same goes for when having a conversation, like us two right now. Songs give you so much more than just a beat. Music, even more now, is an even bigger part, not only of my life, not only of Ali's life, but definitely yours as well. If not, you wouldn't be listening to this right now. It's a solid part of our days, listening to it nearly constantly, and it's one of the things keeping me sane and Ali sane during quarantine and all of these lockdowns. Um, The whole objective of this podcast is a song by the 22-year-old Gracie called Empty Love, and Gracie is a new and upcoming artist. She is from Brighton, and she is an actual lyrical genius and absolute sad pop queen. There's no doubt about that. She came out of her shell, especially last year, 2020. She is an actual angel, a great person and a great songwriter and definitely conveys emotion like no one else. We're going to be looking at a song by her and uh, she will most probably take over the world by this year, 2021, mark my words. She started as a songwriter, as a teenager and wrote with big artists. We're talking really big here, such as Oli Murs, Kylie Minogue, Jonas Blue, Rule, and many more A-liners. She is now her own artist, which deserves a lot of applause.
0: Woo! Yeah. That young woman managed to snatch a top ten tune in the UK charts last year called Don't Need Love, which is an amazing song by the way. Um I collab with another new artist called 220Kid, who was also an incredible upcoming star with lots of bops in the making and You should also uh, go to Spotify and look him up, because he's great. Um, In November, Gracie released her first mini-album, called The Art of Closure. But Empty Love got released in May 2020, and nevertheless, it makes an appearance on the mini-album. Gracie also has nearly 2 million monthly listeners only on Spotify, which is a huge number on itself. Uh, She's got millions of streams, and Empty Love alone makes up more than 11 million streams, of her whole discography which i think is very impressive for an upcoming artist or someone that hasn't been around that long um but just check her out and see for yourself what an incredible and amazing talented um artist she is and what an incredible songwriter she is um so yeah
1: us two as friends were still flabbergasted from the first dp imposter syndrome which is insane um and about being afraid to be an imposter and not fitting in just like having your mask up and not being able to show your real emotions and the song we will be talking about is a collab with sad boy rule and um it's from the art of closure where she basically said i am who i am i am meant to be where i am she basically went as an artist from feeling like an imposter to actually getting closer to her own closure the way she writes is uh, so incredibly interesting and intriguing in a way because uh, she wrote about empty, in empty Love about her relationship with social media and seeking validation from strangers on the interwebs, like all of us every single day, and pretending to be someone else and live a life to seek validation. She's talking about a life that seems perfect um, since everyone on social media always uh, makes it out that their life is flawless and that they're living their best life, aren't they? I, as a matter of fact, like songs that hide the actual meaning because it's a, it's a great sad song, but the lyrics have so much more to give than you think. And pretending to be someone else in order to be liked by people behind screens is just a, a struggle in itself. But we all do it every single day because we mm-hmm. just want to have the perfect life and make people believe that we're great on the outside. Ali and I like uh, being able to let our sadness out and essentially Gracie is the perfect artist to do that. So if you ever feel sad, listen to her EP Impostor Syndrome. And when you want to feel better and less alone, I guess you could just um, listen to Out of Closure because there's a lot of very nice tunes on that as well. We're actually here to go deep into the lyrics. And um, what I think is very important about Empty Love is the fact that I've never actually seen or heard a song um, that accentuates our relationship with social media. Enough babbling about uh, like of me. Um, And I'll just check you in with my dialogue partner this episode and the episodes after that as well. And it's my friend Alejandra and she studies psychology. So she will be my personal expert regarding mental health um, I don't have any expert opinion, so she will be helping me get into this mental health discussion, how social media can be a paved way, and also the devil in
0: itself. I mean, you said it all, really. Uh, well, I'm a psychology student. I'm 23. <clears throat> well, I'm actually from Costa Rica, so hi. But yeah, I'm a psychology student. We I've known Leslie for, what, like four months, five months, maybe, um... And when she came up with this idea to do this, I really liked it and I wanted to help her because like she said, um, we both like writing and like analyzing lyrics, which is also a very full circle moment for us because that's the way we bonded over, analyzing like songs and actually finding deeper meanings um, as opposed to what people see all the time or just like the surface. So yeah, I'm excited. Get, get a cup of tea, coffee, water. A blanket, get comfortable, and you might cry. I don't know. Cannot promise anything. But um I hope you enjoy.
1: I urge you to actually listen to the song beforehand and get a gist of what it's about, get a bit of a vibe check if you like it or not. Add it to um,
0: Spotify in the meantime. Yeah you to your playlists, you As know. You like- do.
1: Give her more recognition. She's a great artist, and um, but yeah, I'm. I, I'll urge you to listen to the song now and just come back to us. We'll we'll be waiting for you. Like anyway, we'll be waiting. Did you leave yet?
0: Okay, great. Huh? Oh no, I'm, <laughs> I was talking oh, like to. Like me, them. I'm I'm here. <laughs> I was like, I'm still waiting with you. <laughs> what are you talking about? I
1: guess you're back now. Um, I hope you enjoyed the song. It's a great song. We're gonna go through the lyrics and we're just gonna talk about um, parts we think are interesting or um, we think deserve more attention. I'll read them out for you because I'm great at reading stuff. Uh, So here we go. Uh, Lo-fi, high res, high life, low steam, hearts left unread, breaking silently like me. Ali, what would you say to this? What kind of emotion do you get from this?
0: Um, I mean, the song itself, it's a bit, you know, it makes you think. It makes you think about
1: Um, your own situation directly. Like the whole thing like lo-fi, high res, high life, low steam. It's just basically saying, oh, yeah, the high life and then the low points and then the high life again and then the low points again. And then you get left on the roller
0: coaster, the roller coaster that is life. Yeah.
1: What I find interesting in, in these lyrics I just read out is the fact that she said hearts left unread, breaking silently. And every time I listen to it, um, it's like she's addressing someone and being open with her feelings, but that other someone not wanting to listen to her. And yeah. that's just a cry for help because you don't know what to do with your mental health. And then like the more you listen to it, the more I just think about it as a cry for help to see your own situation. Like the whole song is about her and her relationship. It's not about her and someone else. So I guess it's just That's what I was,
0: that's what I, I just thought that when you see the title of the song, you would think, okay, yeah, she's talking about a significant other or how she's like in a relationship with another person. And obviously they're not committed or they're just committed, but they, they don't have passion or they don't have like the real love you know they're just together and it's an empty love But it's, so it's really interesting how many people probably at the beginning thought that they were getting into a, a song about a relationship with another person and empty love and well okay i can relate to that and then you go into the lyrics and she's not talking about a person she's talking about her and the relationship a relationship she has but not with someone else but the relationship she has with social media So it's very interesting how, until you don't go into the lyrics, you kind of don't get the point of the actual song, if that makes sense.
1: I think that's just fucking powerful. Can I swear? I'm not sure. I just think that's really powerful Um, and I, I, I just love it. One of the sentences as well, the one she kept on repeating whilst promoting the song itself was, Can you stop asking me to smile, please? and i love that sentence because it's like you constantly have the need because it's on social media to smile and show your perfect face and that you're really happy but at the end of the day just stop asking me to smile please because i'm definitely not fine at all
0: also i was thinking how this part um i mean you can take it as a normal person we're like and we've talked about this before like some people think that you have to be happy all the time that you have everything you need so why would you be crying and people don't get a, kind of they don't care about you when you're sad more like it's like i don't want sad negative vibes i just want happy vibes it's like but that's not that's not what you're gonna get right when we're you're we're human beings we have every emotion it's impossible to not feel sad or or, or angry or whatever um but t- thinking it more as is, is she's this famous person she's in the public eye and all that stuff i guess a lot of people tell her like oh you should be so happy with the success you're having and you you know your song is top 10 and you're doing great and you know all these things you have everything you want you have every- you're living your dream so yeah you should not be sad you should always be happy because you have everything you want you have the life that you've dreamed of leave the sadness to the people that actually deserve it and it's like that that doesn't make sense sadness or happiness, it's not a deserving thing. It's like everything we go through as a human being. So also thinking it from her perspective of being on social media, I cannot even begin to imagine how many people on the public eye get that of like, no, you don't get to be sad or you don't get to be angry or you don't get to be upset because you have everything you need. You cannot feel like that. It's like, how dare you tell me how I should or not should, shouldn't should feel, you know? Um, so yeah, that, that's what I was thinking and also from her perspective on the public eye. Yeah she says
1: gotta have the time of our lives all the fucking time i'm gonna swear uh don't (laughs) man it's really getting kind of tiring like the thing you said especially since she's in the public eye as well she's got a different kind of approach to social media because that's kind of part of her livelihood as well and she needs to be happy all the time essentially because that's how she gets her money that's how she just sells her records and stuff and when she <clears throat> basically says i'm not doing fine at all that people keep on like hinting that she shouldn't be sad or be- because she doesn't have a right to be sad because she's got everything anyway what, like what you said i think that's just insane because we're all normal people and no one tells us to for example to like no one tells us well you're not allowed to be sad um excuse me but when it comes to a like famous persons, then people say she isn't allowed to be sad because she's in a public eye and she uh, should get over it very soon and stuff and that's very that's very tiring as well and like essentially this illusion of like bad days good lies that's a great that's a great lyric I, I love that I love that lyric and just saying we have to have the bloody perfect time of our lives it's it's chef's kiss if you ask me I'm like oh my god obviously we need a good cry and that's what i that that's when i usually start crying because i just relate to it because when i was younger i was just usually like the happy person i'm like hey, i'm just happy and then you'd go home (laughs) into your room alone um, and be like oh i hate it i hate
0: this so much yeah like on the outside you're fine it's like yeah like it's like i don't know why it's like we're scared to letting people see that we're upset whether because they're not gonna they're not gonna understand or because they don't i don't know you cannot answer questions that you you yourself don't know how to answer um so it's like the amount of and i'm sure people anybody can relate to this you are fine you are you get home and you're fine and when everyone is sleeping that's when you break down that's when you cry that's when you feel sorry for yourself because you don't have anybody around but sometimes that's not healthy doing that all the time dealing with things on your own, it's not, it's not good. But also if you see the other side, it's like, okay, sometimes I seek for help, but people don't care to even listen. And that's basically what the song is saying. It's like, I just want, I just want you when you're happy, but if you're sad, I don't know what to do. So I just leave you there and I just leave you in red. Exactly, exactly. Century, yeah. I don't know how to deal with your sadness. So I'm just going to leave you in red and pretend like it doesn't happen. And when you're happy, hit me up and that is not okay. Like, that's completely not okay.
1: Leaving someone on red is even, like, um, easier on social media because you have you can say, I didn't yeah. see the message. I'm so sorry about it. And then you can just, like, continue another conversation. But when if I were to go up to you in real life and be like, yo, yeah. I'm really not doing fine at all, you couldn't just, like, turn around and be like, I'm so sorry, I gotta go. I mean, you could do that, <laughs> essentially. I mean, you could
0: do it you can do it but you can you you have to be a real
1: asshole to do that I sometimes get off Twitter I'm like oh god
0: this is yeah so I think it has to do with it has to do with balance um because I was thinking about it yesterday or like today that I was like reading all this stuff and I was like the amount of time I spend on my phone it's actually insane whenever I get the how many hours you spend on your phone I'm like that's bad. That's bad. I was um, when I was reading all that information, knowing how much I spend on my phone, freaks me out. Freaks me out. Yeah. I'm like, how does one human spend so much time on a tiny screen all day long? You send me a text about
1: um, what it does to your brain if you're constantly checking up on on how many people saw your story or how um how many people liked your picture on instagram and stuff or your tweet essentially and what i found really interesting was the fact that our brain like sends out dopamine um which makes us addicted to getting this dopamine like the more shots we get of this dopamine the better it is so we just keep on checking and checking for all all of those yeah like
0: it's not like Obviously, I, I, studying psychology, one thing you'll learn is not to judge. And like you, are, because you have so much information, you can understand why we do the things we do. And it's nobody's fault that we check our phone so much or that we care so much about likes. It's generally what's going to happen purely because we are human beings and human beings are social beings. Like We need to engage. We need to be with people. It's not our fault. Literally, our brain produces, like you say, dopamine. So you're basically getting high while going on social media and getting likes. It's like that's the way I can explain yeah. it. And when people if you dive into like drugs and stuff like that, when you, when people get drugs and they get high, it, they're like on this wonderful place and then they crash and then they need it again. And that's exactly what happens with us, because it's like, OK, I posted a picture. I got 80 I don't know, one hundred and fifty likes. And that's great. So I next time I'm gonna post another picture and hopefully I get the same amount or more. And when what happens when I don't get the same amount? Yeah, you. you that's you, when you're like- You get miserable. You get sad and, yeah. and I'm guilty of that. I mean, I can't be like, oh, I, you know, that has happened to me. I'm like, until I one time I was like, no, no, no. You need to like set back and this is not important. Likes are not important. But again, it's like, it's not our fault. It, it's what happens. Our brain, my brain said, okay, this is great, get more. So you pose more and you ex- you have these expectations of people liking your pictures because that's what your body needs at the time.
1: It's so scary as well that it has the same outcome as like alcohol, narcotic yeah. drugs, and stuff. Totally. And it's not even anything that you can physically touch. It's just a like, it's yeah. like a hard that, on that's Instagram. that's the worst part.
0: That's the worst part. It's yeah. a freaking heart on Instagram or on Facebook that dictates how good you are as a person or how pretty yeah. you are or how like- funny you are or whatever. Likes control your life. That's you know, yeah. that is her point. It, it's, it, and it's like what you, what you were saying. It, it becomes almost like a real thing like drugs, for example. That's why we call it social detox when we don't want to be on social media. It's a fact as well that
1: we don't want to like have it in our brains that much. Like I don't want to think about it, but my brain makes me automatically think, Wow, I'm so ugly. I have way less likes on my um on my picture on Instagram than like a person I compare myself to, because like when you compare yourself to people who are um, like you, for example, or just, like, look like you or stuff, and then you see that you have way less likes, your self-esteem, your self-appearance esteem is way down. Like, it's non-existent anymore. So uh, it's so surreal as well. And, like, this whole comparison thing is insane. I remember reading the texts you sent me, and there was a thing called, like, downward comparison theory and upward comparison theory. And I just – I was – I was shocked reading it because I never really thought about it that way.
0: I mean, basically, the downward is basically I compare with someone that's like under my level or someone that's like below me. And because they're below me, I'm going to feel great. It's like, well, I'm better than them, you know, comparison, I'm like, great, I'm I'm better than this person. I'm doing better than this person. But it also happens the other way around. If If I'm with someone that's above my level that has, I don't know, more money, yeah. prettier you know, or even just more even followers you, you know more more than something that I'm lacking of my self-esteem is on the floor six feet gra- underground because yeah I'm comparing myself to this person that has like quote like on quotation marks more than me and there's actually a theory um that's like a social comparison yes. theory um <laughs> which is it, it's interesting because Sometimes you want to see comparing ourselves or comparing things as a bad thing, but it's actually like um, not a survival mode thing, but it, basically what it says is individuals evaluate their own opinions and abilities by comparing themselves to others to reduce uncertainty in these domains and learn how to define myself, basically. It's wrong when we start comparing ourselves to the point that I value my worth into someone else that's either below me or over me. She continues with saying, and I got
1: a lot on my plate, but I still watch mm-hmm. others take the cake. And that's just insane because you're like, I've got a lot going on and, but like, it seems as if the others have the cake. It seems as if they're just doing better it, or you know, more know like, Exactly, just doing better at all, at everything basically. And you're just like trying to just get everything off your plate but no one like helps you i think that's it's a very big cry for help um like in implanted into the whole yeah it's like
0: it's like feel you feel like you're even though you're doing your best and you're doing enough you feel like you aren't doing enough because other people are doing more or what you think they're doing more because we don't actually know it's not realistic to keep asking people like she said to for, for them to smile all the time, it's not realistic. And and, and sometimes people forget that. And, and,
1: and That's very sad. And then she says, I think I'm good. I think you're good, but we look for the validation. Um, and then she repeats it again, because it's so important. I think I'm good. I think you're good. She's trying to tell herself that she's good. And she's trying to tell the other person, you're doing great. You're, you've got enough on your plate, but you're doing amazing. And then it's like, but we look and we never listen. I mean, I've got a lot of on my plate, but it's as if they're all doing better than me, and it, it's it just like you start feeling a bit like a failure as well. You're like, oh man, what am I even even doing in your university and stuff? The whole song. The more you talk about it, the the more sad you get. It's a, like a whole spiral as well. And then after you've talked about the song, or after you've listened to it, you're like, you know what? I need to change something. I need a, I need to look at myself, and I need to just be in the moment you know like my glory days are now and it's it's just insane we're now actually at the part of the chorus which is give me love give me love give me love empty love empty love this is like a poetry um poetry reading here right now empty love empty love empty love shallow but we all know it's deep enough don't stop giving me love giving me love giving me love i always get super sad when it gets to the part where she's like shallow, but we all know it's deep enough. We're all shallow, but at the end of the day, we've all got a demon. We've all got a hole, a black hole that's deep enough to fall into.
0: We still edit everything we put out there, whether that's a video, whether that's a photo, whether that's a caption. Yeah, Everything you say online that doesn't involve live footage. It's fabricated. You have time to edit. You have time to think about it. You have time to say, okay, is this funny? Is this not funny? Or is this good if I say this? If it's not, it's the same thing. We have the power to edit. Like right now, Mm -hmm. if you were to post all of this without editing, they're going to see us laughing at the beginning. They're going to see us messing up, you know, but you have the power to edit it out. I have the power to make us look perfect um, amazing smart we're gonna look so intelligent at the <laughs> exactly. end of this but you have the power in your hands to edit why you think it's correct yeah. or not.
1: everything uh, is fabricated
0: even if we think we're being real it's it's still not real <laughs> even if you we want to lie to ourselves it's not it's not let's be honest yeah that, and... that's what like heard so much from that lyric is that yeah. we don't listen because it's it's so true and we've talked about this we don't listen to actually understand the person yeah. we listen because we, we want just to resp- want to get a response yeah. we just want to respond and I you know and and we shouldn't do that because sometimes what people don't say or we have to read into lines sometimes what people are saying to understand what they're truly going through Um, but we don't listen yeah we live in a hectic world and we sometimes forget to just do that how sad must she have been to write
1: all of this down One day and be like you know what I'm gonna be vulnerable nobody likes people that are vulnerable like it's starting to change which is good but she just opened up herself and she was like I'm not doing fine at all this is empty love this is how I feel about social media I keep on repeating it but it's just a cry for help for everyone to give her validation through liking pictures and stuff and what society tells us what validation looks like and she just wants love as well, like the real kind, but she won't get it. So she will also be okay with receiving empty love.
0: You say, like It is it is a cry of help, but it's also like a wake-up call for the people that, will, that truly dive into the lyrics and actually relate to them. And I wish people, instead of just listening to a song, they would just think about it more, you know? Maybe we're just because we're just overthinkers, but, you know, it's a wake-up call. It's like, okay, yeah, I do the same. I, I do the same. We all look for the validation. We are basically living in like empty love. And sometimes, like she said, like shallow. We know that is not true, but yeah, because I don't know better. And I maybe I don't want to know better. Maybe I don't know how to know better. But it's also wake up to think, okay, I don't want to be living like this all the time. I don't want to keep my whole life with just empty love. I cannot do that.
1: Yeah, you just want to, like you accept that you're just getting likes. You're just getting that one random comment on on something you've posted, but you just want a hug. We know it's shallow. The hole is still deep enough to fall into it and to be occupied by all of your demons, like coming to your mind every single day.
0: It's like sweeping everything under the rug, the empty love part.
1: Now we have the um, collab part with Rule, who's a um, very young Australian artist, uh, also doing lots of sick stuff at the moment. I don't actually know how old he is. He's like 17, right? He's like 18 now. And his like breakthrough year was about um, 2019, I'd say, because that's when I uh, heard of him for the first time or like end of 2018. And Gracie actually got him on the song because they have been working together in the past and she liked the whole vibe and Rule is a very sad boy. He does very sad stuff songs and um so she thought it would be great to have this dude on the song his part starts with dark night bright screen you've been everywhere it's frightening to think you are unaware of me can you give me a little smile please the fact that um at the beginning uh, she said can you stop asking me to smile please and now we have the whole sentence of can you can you give me a little smile please is very interesting if you look at the whole. Uh, stylistic devices used like the repetition since it's at the beginning she's like please stop asking me to smile and then you get get into the song and you you know what it's about now and then all of a sudden it's can you give me a little smile please as if you're looking into a mirror and t- telling yourself you know what you're not fine but just give me a smile okay it's fine it's gonna be okay like a fake smile goes. like along fake it till you make it Dark night, bright screen. You're always on the interwebs. You're always trying to get those likes, and you're always trying to be liked by every single person everywhere. It's essentially not being liked because of yourself, but the persona you show to people, the personality you show to people. That's actually not you in any shape or form, and um, it's very shallow behavior. But we've all done it. Your mind is your closed your
0: closed body's closed. like on alert mode. Yeah, you from just, being so activated from being on social media, you just simply feel like you can't
1: like the whole fomo part as well like fear of missing
0: out (sighs) it's a whole cycle of like bad 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 and worse
1: nothing feels real anymore all of these thoughts won't leave her alone like essentially them but it's her song so all of these thoughts won't leave her alone and she will always be occupied and people might see you and you might see yourself but when you look into the mirror are you actually seeing yourself we aren't aware of ourselves anymore and when we're not how are other people possibly able to be aware of us the whole thing of can you give me a little smile please you could possibly say this to yourself when you look at your
0: your reflection yeah but not your mirror. true self because and you're, you're like, clearly not okay have you watched um i tonya no
1: i haven't i'm uh, <gasps> terrified I'm, I'm terrified of one specific scene um, where she kicks her and breaks her leg or something. Oh, uh, yeah,
0: yeah. I cannot no, watch there, that. <laughs> there's a scene on the movie when she's about to go... I think it's one of the last scenes when she's about yeah. to go out. And she's crying. And she's in the mirror and she's trying to smile because she needs to go out and skate and be, like, you know, perfect because skaters are, like, yeah, you know. And she's literally cr- breaking down but she's trying to like fake her smile till she feels better and that's exactly what that means can you give me a little smile please even though you're not feeling good yeah you're bad like you you need to like break down and have a good cry like leslie would say (laughs) have Have a a good good cry cry. and and then you will feel better but no you, you we keep like saying no no i'm fine i'm fine. just smile smile and wave smile and wave everything is fine but then no you're not actually okay
1: I mean, a smile always says I'm having the time of my life. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm so happy. We come to the to um. To one the of the best parts in the song, and um, I try to keep up my disguise, try keeping up with the life. Only holidays, getaways, celebration. Still, you can't ignore, can't endure the fabrication. That is one of the best Stage-less. lyrics. I've ever heard or read because it's so good. It's like, she doesn't even say that she's fed up. She doesn't even say, directly say it, but she- She just keeps, she puts it into like a metaphorical language. And I just, I just keep on getting like shivers when I read it. I'm like, wow.
0: It's like the part was like, we just keep doing the fabrication. We just keep, we know it's not okay, but we manage to keep doing it and going at it and like- keep covering up our illusion or the persona that we created on on social media which and people believe it you know yeah that's the thing
1: it's so sad as well because you you know something is wrong like you look into the mirror and you're like can you show me a smile please we know there's something truly wrong with us and our mindset as well but we show a different face to other
0: people because we're wearing a mask but well, our I, true self is just breaking down behind it. It's all that like there's nothing worse than you knowing that there's something wrong with you or, or something that you're doing. You know that it's wrong, and you keep doing it. Yeah, you're betraying yourself at the end of the day. There's, there's nothing else to it. it. Isn't you're not betraying anyone else. People believe what they want to believe. People believe what you put, put like put out there. But you know that what it's true and what's not. You're just lying to yourself.
1: It's, it's like that part just breaks you you're like whoa don't attack me like that i i know i'm 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 trying to do better and stuff i think it was the japanese culture where they say you have three faces one you show to yourself obviously that's the truest face you have and then the second one you show to friends and family that's still you but you don't show everything, like, you don't show every single time you break down or whatever, you don't. There's already a mask. And then a the third face you show to the rest of the world, and that's just basically probably also the face you want to show people. And it's so interesting as well. The truest version of yourself, you just show yourself. It's, it's so poetic it's got something like what's the word philosophical about it which makes it so interesting as well because if i wasn't in uni i wouldn't have known that really serious (laughs) i wouldn't have read about it like okay great i have one face everyone everyone knows how i'm feeling but they're they don't it's it's just a fabrication i love the fact that they wrote on only holidays getaways celebrations since Everything we post on social media is a snapshot of our lives. You wouldn't see anyone posting about the funeral on their Instagram feed because it's just snapshots of your life. And basically just what you want people to see. It's just the
0: positive, positive things. And that's such a... like That's just one part. One tiny part of your whole life. You're not always happy. You're not always on vacation. You're not always traveling. You're not... uh... Always person with like perfect outfits and perfect hair does, that doesn't exist. That's just what I sh- decide to put out there because obviously I want people to see the best version of myself. The fact that people will judge you or have an opinion on you, which is one of the things about social media, um, they're, they're, they're gonna judge you because you put everything out. Yeah, but people have the audacity to judge you based on a picture. They don't know anything about you. They don't know nothing about what goes behind the scenes because obviously you don't show it, but they have the audacity to judge you and create this opinion of you or this persona of you in their head based on your Instagram, for for example. They don't know the behind the scenes. They don't know the struggles. They don't know know, everything that goes on for that moment. Um, And that's what's dangerous about social media.
1: I keep on saying it's my favorite part. Every song is,
0: every part of the song is your favorite part. I, we get I just,
1: it. I just get so into the whole song and I keep forgetting that it gets better and better as well.
0: <laughs> the the Yeah, the last lyric.
1: And, well obviously we have the chorus again, what we talked about, the chorus. And now we have the bridge. And the bridge is one of the most beautiful Wonderful. ones I've ever seen. And I'm like a real life fangirl when I when I look at it. Even when you see her perform it live and stuff, she, she, she gets really into it because
0: into it, out, yeah.
1: Yeah, she puts out songs. You can and tell stuff. the
0: connection she has totally with the songs that she's written. Great, which artist. is cool.
1: You know, that is what makes a sad pop. <laughs> uh, but now we come to the bridge and that is most probably my favorite part i keep on saying it but this is my favorite part (laughs) and in the whole song because it captures the whole essence of what Gracie wants to say. And it's basically like after like, but I'm like losing my mind because I'm fully aware. You know, she she knows she's wasting her time. Keeping the lows inside, I'm never asking for help, but do you ever get tired of pretending to be yourself? At this point, we live for likes, nothing feels real anymore. All we want to do is please everyone and depict the perfect life we actually do not have. Being someone you're not eats you up inside you know, like after like, but nobody knows actually what's going on in your head and you feel like you're losing your mind and you feel empty. And that's why you think it's okay to ask for empty love because you already feel empty inside. We are aware that all of this faking and pretending doesn't give us what we really want and we still do it. Like we still, we know it won't give us real love, but we still ask for it. You know what I mean? It's so...
0: It's a horrible, vicious cycle. It's very addictive yeah. because it's like, you know, empty love is basically like, you know, you don't get like true commitment. It's yeah. just on the surface. And it, most people, even though it's not good, like it because you know, it's nothing deep to it. So that's why we keep doing it and in, in, because it's empty love. It's empty, but mm-hmm. we get gratification from the likes being popular online or whatever you want to call it so it's like this cycle of and you you know sometimes you feel bad sometimes you feel great but you keep doing it and doing it and doing it it's like you cannot get out of it
1: like the first time I heard the song I actually cried uh, but that's a different story got a panic attack before that but it's fine I actually thought when it came to that part I was like Yo, is she indirectly telling me that she isn't worthy of actually getting real love? Like some kind of real love? <laughs> I don't know. It just really got me because like sometimes I'm like, yeah, well, no, I, I don't. Yeah, same. I felt that exposed and stuff. The whole song is like, wow, she actually told herself that. But it's, I don't know how to say, explain Like she's just basically, for, in my opinion, asking herself if she's actually worthy of getting some form of real love from other people because at the end of the day if I
0: like something on Instagram it's like it's nothing more than that in that lyric when she says don't you ever get tired of being or pretending to be yourself Yeah, because that's basically what we do a a lot of days you know we pretend to be me and I think she said this uh, on an interview or something that she's like I just I'm tired to I just don't want to be me today I just want to unplug. Just want to disconnect. We pretend to be ourselves, not 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 faking it. Who we are, but like covering the fact that we might not be okay, or we not, you know, we're sad or angry or whatever it is that you're feeling. And sometimes that can get quite tiring if you don't face that. If you don't actually be honest, if you're not honest with yourself, communicating, doing like Zooms or Facetimes or WhatsApp or Twitter, whatever it is to communicate with your friends that that's what's going to keep you sane because being alone being in your house all the time it's not healthy we should not be on lockdown but we have to you know obviously we have to protect our health but as human beings we shouldn't be like isolated we are social beings so communicating with people like i i got through lockdown after meeting you and brit because i had someone to talk to that understood on a really deep deeper meaning you know what i what i was feeling at the time and so that helped me But, like, imagine pretending every day that you're okay. Yeah. And not telling anybody that you're not okay. One day, everything is just going to explode because that happens. It just booms, goes out.
1: Since COVID, I don't know if I've gotten deeper into my own emotions or whatever. Or I'm just broken inside. Who knows at this point? (laughs) I'm just mad. mad. At some point, it all just gets too much and you're just, you can't
0: pretend. You just need to cry. You can't keep your lows inside, and you have to ask for help. Like it's it's not good. Like I've experienced with it too. Like I just I just bottle everything, or just slide in uh, everything under the rock because it's like easier. Or Mm -hmm. I don't have time for this. No, no. You need to take time because most of the time it comes out on a form of a panic attack. That's just the way it is. You're gonna have a panic attack. And sometimes people experience their first panic attacks like that and they don't know what to do. For you to prevent a panic attack, you need to talk it out. You need to take a day and be like, okay, I'm just going to cry. I'm just going to be sad. I don't have to explain anything to anybody. Why? Why? I want to be sad today. I need to be sad today. And and that's what it's good for you. Like I always hear people and this has happened to myself because mental health has this whole stigma. of If you're mentally ill, you're crazy, right? Yeah, totally. If you have the opportunity to just take one day, and feel sad, and actually confront your emotions or whatever it is you're feeling, do it. Because not mental health is not really considered important or yeah. something that you should be like, oh, well, I can't go to school because I'm tired today. And, and it's horrible. It's horrible. Because again, if you're sick with the flu, don't go to school. But when it comes to mental health, well, I don't care. <laughs>
1: also, it's not nothing you see on your body or anything. It's just in your mind as well. No yeah. one else sees it's like, you're if, I, like shit. if I
0: can't see it, I can't believe it.
1: We all have come to the point where we broke down because we couldn't handle faking what we were doing, that we we're, were doing just fine. I've had that a lot of times. And I love writing when I'm sad. That's why I wanted to do this podcast as well. No one actually gives a damn about songwriters and about their craft. It's full on art. Someone could paint you something. You'd be like, oh my God, this is amazing. I love it. It's art. Wow. And then like someone this. writes you something and you're like, OK, well,
0: well, actually, that's an interesting topic. I didn't think that writing was like a skill, you know, or maybe it was just me. I didn't think writing was like such an important, such a valuable yeah. skill. So it's, it's interesting how like people don't appreciate some writers because you're basically Pouring your heart and soul yeah. on a song, and on top of the song of the writing process, they are making the beat, and there's a whole art form behind it. I feel
1: like sometimes it just gets too vulnerable. You just need someone who starts it,
0: and who's like, "Yo,
1: okay, I'm, I'm a starter now."
0: So it takes, it takes more one people to do it for you to be like, "Okay, yeah, I think I can do this yeah. too." Uh,
1: someone needs to be vulnerable before you, and then you're like, "Okay, you know what? If they're, if they're gonna do it, I can do it."
0: There's you. so much going
1: on in a song as well there's so much that goes into writing lyrics we can't just bust out a whole song there's so much that goes into it if you as an artist write or as a songwriter like she did write for other people or with other people the one thing you i like the one thing you have to be good at is put yourself in other people's perspectives and shoes I think she's really good at that and now it's her time to just show her side of the story and her her vulnerable side and not just um, give the song to someone else. I feel like because she sings empty love, empty love, empty love, the word love makes people who don't actually listen to it with both ears think that she's talking about a significant other, which is very irritating for me because i get so mad
0: when i when i hear it and and if you think about it that that's so sad that like because if you think about it most people think is about love or most people don't really go dive really into lyrics depending on who the artist is but mostly with a lot of people and it's so sad because if you think about it most people are like that in on their daily life that it's like they don't have or look for meanings in their daily life everything is just plain simple whatever you know and it's I can't believe they have a life like that where they don't I don't know if they're going to look for the deeper meaning or things are just like shallow and you know superficial all the time that they don't even care to read into lyrics of their favorite songs even people sometimes speculate oh this song is definitely about her and her own experience first of all she might have written most of her song years ago and also it must be about other experience people what don't they don't understand about songwriters is that when they're gifted with the songwriting aspect not everything is about not everything is about you personally and I think we can um you it can be but you can also you can also create stories about fictional people and I I always come back to this because well I love Taylor Swift and she's you know a queen into making stories that is like that's not about me it's just about someone that I created in my mind that I thought this person it must be feeling this way so sometimes people speculate and even about for example crazy and it's like she can be like i'm not gonna tell people what they mean they can create their own stories but that song might not be about her specifically you know it made me remember what Ali tweeted the other day the beauty of songs is that anyone can give them their own interpretation
1: i loved that sentence because it's so true i mean there are songs where interpretation isn't necessary but mostly you will always have your own interpretation when you listen to a song and that is very cool, that's very powerful if you ask me um, coming back to Gracie, I always asked myself what my top three songs were and to be honest, I think uh, my baby will always be different things strip version because I love that song it's been a part of me ever since i've listened to it the first time and then i like buppy stuff so i i guess i'd say 99% is also up there and i also love like that like that is a bop and just the snapping stuff it's just i love it it's so good ali what are your top three songs is empty love a top three song for you?
0: <laughs> um. I would say I don't know because I really like like that. And oh, don't. I love like that. Those are like two of my the kind of songs that I'm like yes. So I haven't decided a third on a third one. And I usually with her, I don't know what it is, but I like her acoustics more than the normal versions. And I, I think that says a lot about an artist when you you know they you they release a song and it's like boppy or whatever like that for example or ninety nine percent and then they release the acoustic, and then you you like the acoustic more. That speaks more about the ability of the artist to make them something that's the same song, but different, and that you love it more than the original version.
1: Like, acoustic versions, you also just hear her vocals way better. I mean it. Like that, acoustic is genuinely heaven. I love it way more than the normal version. Maybe also because I've listened to the normal version so often, but like that acoustic is a slice of heaven. Um, is that the metaphor you use? Throughout this whole podcast, I just realized that I could talk about Gracie for eternity. And I don't know, it's like she's got that something that will make her very wanted in the industry one day. And I cannot wait for that day to happen if you watch an artist grow it's like you're way more attached to them when they bring out a song but being there from the beginning of an artist is the actual best feeling ever and i'm so glad i found her before she had like ten thousands of followers because it's sick man like she knows us as well as people so we're way more attached to her music there hasn't been a day where I haven't talked about Gracie at least five minutes. She has me that hooked that I asked her to be my Valentine the other day, and she said, well, she indirectly said yes because she liked the tweet. But you know, like I'm, I'm I'll just be living in the thought of her being my Valentine. What makes Gracie? insanely sympathetic as well is the fact that you have the feeling that you're her friend on social media and that you actually have a connection to her as an artist and i think that's really good because we are all also her age well mostly and that's why she also knows how our age must feel also the fact that it just gets easier for us (laughs) good pun there um to actually get into her mindset as well and to realize what she's writing about and her own feelings and stuff so we just talked about the whole topic of empty love and of social media and we hope it kind of made sense to you because we also we always get really into it as well we're like really in the moment at the end of the day we just don't want to be a white black canvas we want to use color and paint our own picture without anyone telling us what brush or what color to use well if you think about it empty means blank and blank means white so you need your own brushes to use your own colors we tell ourselves we are fine when we're clearly not we want love but think getting empty love is all we can possibly get. We love Gracie for this song, especially. And she speaks nothing but the truth. And we really think the song is the one you can cry to when you feel like nothing's going right. And she's uh, such a good lyricist. And she's actually bringing out songs that speak to you on a a different level. And the amount of times I, for example, have listened to this song and felt like I wasn't alone is insane. Because like, the whole point of the song is saying i'm alone i feel so broken but when you listen to it you're like you know what i don't actually feel that alone anymore because one of my favorite people on this planet is actually singing about it and she feels the same way i do this song just shows you feel understood yeah you just feel understood and if it comes from your favorite person ever you're like oh, that's great i feel good after like listening to it song way. yeah and the song just shows you the real side of yourself the one you should always show yourself and i really thank gracie for writing it and in a way um, thank you for being sad gracie because if not we wouldn't have gotten this song and it's just a wake-up call and basically a kiss on the forehead. And we just love Gracie for that. She's got a lot coming for her. 2021! I really sincerely hope you enjoyed it and that you can get something away from it and that you see your favorite songs in a different light. And we just hope that this uh, little podcast gave you a sense of comfort. And... Made you company. Yeah, exactly. Just gave you a bit of company and that you check out Gracie. Check out Gracie's Instagram. Twitter is Gracie Music underscore and just stay safe and uh, be who you are, be who you were meant to be and always use color to paint your own picture and to tell your own story. We will see you next time, I hope you enjoyed it and um, peace out, bye!